You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 226. Today, we're talking about how to master your vibration. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. I've got a very special one for you. We'll get into in a moment talking about how to master your vibration, why it is absolutely critical, like priority number one, what it means, how to do it, and how it's going to change your life starting today. First of all, I just wanted to welcome you to the new year. I think this is the first Monday episode I'm recording in 2019. So happy 2019. Thank you for being a continued loyal listener. James, this is my first time listening. Well, then thank you for being a first time listener. I really appreciate it. I also want to thank so many of you that have left a review quite recently on our podcast over on iTunes. Man, like so many have come in and I'm just going to give a few really quick shout outs. Ashley taps it up. Uncanny information when I needed it the most. Jack Watkins, Kathy V.E., Kelly Cornelson, Allie Knight, Sarah Young. Thank you guys. I so appreciate it. That always just like inspires not just me, but my entire team. And uh, we promise to bring you more amazing episodes and content. We've got some incredible guests lined up for 2019. In fact, I have one of my good friends, Christian Michelson, coming on shortly. One of the upcoming episodes. So make sure to subscribe. We're going to be talking about some strategies that you can use to attract more high paying clients in 2019. A very simple strategy that he uses. We've used it in our business. I've learned a lot from him over the years and I think you're going to like it. Plus this Wednesday, I'm very excited to do another entrepreneurial case study from Andrea Ames. You're going to hear the story of how she went from 18 months of inertia, inaction, stalled, stopped, even came to one of our events like, why am I not taking any action? What's stopping me? Two little shifts that made the difference. And now she's in fuego on fire. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for you to hear her story and everything that she learned, everything she had to shift mentally in her brain to become unstoppable, which she is now. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a review if you haven't. I love hearing from you. Talk to us on Instagram, all that good stuff. I really appreciate it. So thank you. All right, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is entitled Master Your Vibration. This episode is inspired by a dream I had. About three nights before recording this episode, I had a dream, crazy dream, very vivid. I'm not going to go into all the details of the dream, but I had a voice say to me, Master Your Vibration. And... I felt really inspired and compelled to turn that into an episode here for you today, what that means and what that looks like and why that should be our number one important job, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. You know, if you have someone who's a loved one, a friend, a family member, whatever, they're going to benefit from this episode as well, even if they're not in business. This transcends everything. I mean, this is, I think, part of the human experience. And I really think this is our number one job. So 
I received this message and it was very clear to me that this is something that I need to get better at is a discipline. It's not something you just kind of like, it's like going to the gym. You don't just do it once and be like, cool, I'm in shape, peace, right? It's a discipline. It gets easier and easier because what I'm about to share is really the ultimate thing that is counterintuitive to the way we've been taught, to the way that we are ingrained in society for our entire lives. It will go against everything, everything that, you know, you have been trained to live and that you're now living subconsciously. And if you're older, like, you know, not like 17 or something, you know, you're older. Yeah, I get it. You have some momentum behind that. You have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years behind you of a certain way. And what I'm going to ask you to do is go the opposite way. And that can be challenging at first. So listening to this episode and the 200 plus episodes I've talked about, they all talk on this topic of mastering your vibration. So what does that mean? Well, everything is energy, including us. We're moving energy. So we are vibratory beings. And if you've ever wondered why we have emotions or what our emotions are, one lens through which we can define our emotions, like joy and happiness versus anger and depression, is your emotions are the indicator of where you're vibrating at. It's telling you, it's an instant feedback signal of the frequency that you're choosing to hold. Unlike something like a rock or water, and this is, not, this is probably not that accurate, that doesn't, it at least, it maybe doesn't have a consistent vibration because I know water, you know, there's like all the studies that you can change the frequency in water, but it doesn't have, as far as I know, the ability to consciously on its own change its vibration. But we do. That's kind of like, you know, opposable thumbs and the ability to change your vibration and your frequency at any moment is kind of what makes us a little special. So what if that's what your emotions were? They were simply the instant feedback indicator of your vibratory state, the frequency that you are choosing to hold. So what is that? Ultimately, it's how you think and how you feel. See, your thoughts is an indicator of where your attention is, right? Where your attention is and where your thoughts go will also determine, for the most part, how you feel. And then you'll feel that way, and that's the indicator of the vibratory state. And this is a call to everyone listening to make how you think and how you feel your number one priority in your life. And to master living, thinking, and feeling from the inside out versus what you've been taught your whole life, which is to live from the outside in. In other words, your circumstances, what people say to you, the things that happen, the events that transpire, has been, for the most part, by and large, dictating and determining how you think and how you feel. Why is this so critical and so important? Why am I sitting here asking you to pledge to 2019 to make this your number one discipline, to master your vibration, to master how you think, and to master how you feel? Simply put, the universe responds to the way that you feel. 
not to what is. When you begin to discover, which most people don't realize, and even I have to remind myself on a daily basis, you are a powerful creator. You are, in a sense, God. You know, when we're, the, the whole idea from the Bible of you're created in the image of God, well, God is the creator. So are you. And you are creating the world around you. You are creating your reality. All of it. So what happens is, is we create it, we forget that we create it, and then we react to it, which perpetuates more of the same creation. And this is why people constantly feel stuck or feel like they're going in a downward spiral. So if we look to our current circumstances, right? If you look to your current circumstances, like how much money's in the bank account or how much time or your current weight or your relationship status or where you live or the car you drive or anything in these current circumstances, we can all agree that your current circumstances that you have now, well, you know, it's a big pill to swallow for a lot of people, but I don't think for our listeners that you created that. It's extremely powerful when you begin to take responsibility 100% for your life that you created this. Look around, look at where you are right now, your circumstances, your situation, your life, your business, you created that. It wasn't imposed upon you. It wasn't forced on you. And if you've been blaming and complaining, that's you choosing to ignore the fact that you are responsible for your life, which is very easy to do because it gets you off the hook. It's, it can be hard to take responsibility for your life. It's so much easier to blame, blame your president, blame your economy, blame your marketplace, blame your parents, blame your neighbors, blame, 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 blame. But when you blame, you also give away the illusion, at least you don't actually do it, but you're giving away power, your power. You're saying, well, the reason my life is this way is because other people actually have more power over how my life goes, not me. So you're choosing to ignore your power. You're choosing to forget that you are the creator of your life, of your reality. Now, as woo-woo as I'm going here today for my logical left brain and mostly like the dudes that listen here, this is also neuroscience backed, okay? So this is not just some hippie on a commune talking about esoteric topics about you create your own reality, but then like broke and doesn't have any possessions. Like I have a lot of money <laughs> and I attract a lot of opportunity in my life. So it's not about being spiritual and broke and saying that you can have everything in abundance, but money's evil. No, this is also neuroscience backed. And, it, and, and in neuroscience, we're told that your brain doesn't align your beliefs to fit your life. It aligns your life to fit your beliefs. So what that means is, is that there is reality, which I don't even know what reality is. So when I said you're the creator of your reality, it's not you're the creator of reality. You're the creator of your version of reality and your beliefs, your perspectives, your experiences, the stories, the interpretations that you take around with you in this backpack getting heavier and heavier as you go because you carry it all with you is distorting and filtering a version of the world to match 
the beliefs and perspectives that you already have. It's the simplistic idea of if you believe people are inherently evil, you will find evidence of that everywhere you go. So until we begin to shift how we think, how we feel on the inside, nothing on the outside is ever going to change. So again, what I was saying earlier is that your current circumstances, you created that. But when did you create that? In the past. It's done. It's over with. And you are creating your future right now in this moment. How do you feel right now? Where is your attention right now? What thoughts are coming into your mind? How do you feel? Can you put a label on it? Like what emotion? What feeling? You are creating in this moment. Not just in the five minutes you decide to create a goal. Not just in your morning routine. Not just during a meditation. All the time. 24-7. I mean, I guess like while you're sleeping, I don't really know at that point what's going on. But all the time. Let's just say all the time. Even right now. So what are you putting into your reality? What are you putting into your future right now? What are you putting out? as this like antenna broadcasting a signal, what emotional thought form signal are you putting out? What are you projecting? What are you putting into your future? You see most people, and it's very easy to do, we can acknowledge that you created your current circumstances from the past, but then what most people are doing, you and me both, it happens, we're human is we're determining the way we feel now in this present moment based on our circumstances. Like what we did in the past is our current circumstances, which is now determining our current state. You look at the bank account and you go, oh, I'm broke. Oh, I don't like what I see. And that creates your future. When we do this, we stay stuck. Mastering your vibration is about making how you think and how you feel on a moment by moment basis the number one priority in your life and not letting the external world, your current circumstances or your past creations determine what you're creating tomorrow, the next day and the rest of your future. It is your imagination. It is your vision. It is your goals. It's your dreams. It's your desires that should be determining your emotional state. And that is to me the easiest place that I go to when I want to practice mastering my vibration. I daydream. I imagine. I visualize. It's not that visualization does anything. It's that visualization for some, most, I don't know, maybe you, maybe not, helps to distract that monkey mind and get you into a better feeling state. That's the goal. That's mastering the vibration. Can you begin to think a little bit more intentionally about a better reality, a better future, a better circumstance? Not just to visualize it, but to get you into that heightened state. And what I've learned over and over and over again is that there actually isn't much for us to do to get into the positive side of emotions okay so you have like the positive side and we have the negative side right so you can like understand what are positive emotions because they for most of us feel good joy bliss excitement enthusiasm love gratitude whatever else comes up for you happiness and then there's the negative side doubt fear worry anger jealousy resentment now what's tricky about this 
is that our goal is not to like not feel or get into those negative spaces because then what we do is when we make that our goal we attach to we can only feel happy and we have to be happy all day long what then happens is that when you have a bad day or something bad happens you then create what i call a shame sandwich which is now you feel bad for feeling bad you beat yourself up because you didn't feel good all day long and now you feel crappy for being crappy and that doesn't help that just compounds it so we're going to talk about this as well. So a couple things. The first is that what I've discovered over and over again is that feeling in these positive emotions is our natural disposition. Happiness, joy, and bliss is our actual, our natural state. That's our higher self. That's the, that's the higher self coming through. And by the way, this whole vibration thing is the emotion is not just an indicator of your vibration. It's an indicator of how aligned you are with your higher self or how off alignment you are. Are you believing, seeing, and agreeing with your higher self? The part of you that always sees nothing but the good, the abundance, and the truth. Or are you choosing to separate yourself from that and believe in lack, believe that there's something wrong, believe that you're not complete, and perfect and whole and any time that you feel negative it's because your monkey mind is where in my community starting to call janice janice the monkey mind is deciding that part of you the little small mind is deciding to say i don't want to believe in this absolute truth of complete and perfect and whole and abundance and love unconditional love i want to believe in lack and separation i want to believe in problem i want to believe in broken I want to believe in you're doomed, you're screwed. And that's why we actually feel negative. We feel bad because we are choosing to tell a story that is not truth, that is not accurate, that's not real. But we all have free will. You have that right. You have the right to let your petty little mind, the petty part of your mind, you are powerful, but that little petty part to take over. You have free will to choose to focus your attention on lack and separation and problem and bad. It's just gonna feel bad when you do it. So what if we could begin to train ourselves, not to beat ourselves up for it, because then again, that feels bad too, but to create a new distinction and a new relationship with our emotions. The first is, is that positive emotions are an indicator of how aligned you are, and that negative emotions would just indicate the opposite, out of alignment of what is in your highest good. What is moving you away from your goals and your highest good and highest potential or what is moving you towards? But also that when you feel bad, it simply means you are choosing to tell a story or hold a belief that is not actually true. You can continue to believe that and you will create that. What if the reason you're not happy with your financial situation is only because you've been telling yourself stories you've been holding on to beliefs about lack and there's a whole bunch of them money's evil asking for money is greedy it's taking from others i don't want to be selfish i don't want to do all the work it takes to make the money it's a lot of responsibility money doesn't grow on trees mo money mo problem you know all this crap that comes up none of that feels good none of that goes ah oh, yes thank you more of that, please. No, it doesn't feel good because it's not true. So what if a negative emotion 
was an indicator that you're projecting from a belief, you're operating from a perspective that is actually not aligned with your truth. Your truth is what will feel good. And so what I've learned is that feeling good is actually really easy. It doesn't need to be an effort. Abraham Hicks uses this analogy of the cork in the water. Maybe some of you have heard this. And the idea of the cork in the water is this, this concept, this idea that the cork's natural disposition is to float, to rise up to the surface. What if your natural disposition of mastering your vibration was to float at the top, to float in ease and joy and bliss and happiness and gratitude? That it's actually, it's you, you, using your efforting, your choosing, even if it doesn't feel like you're doing it consciously, to pull yourself down, like holding down the cork under the water into a lower vibration, lower emotional, negative emotional state. You're doing that. Well, James, I'm not doing that. Uh, y- you are. Because again, you talk about taking full responsibility for your life. This is all about taking full responsibility for your emotional state. No one, no one, one more time, no one can control how you feel. That is all on you. That is mastering your vibration. Step number one, realize and remember that you are the only one choosing your vibration. You are the only one determining how you feel. No one can influence. No one can change your emotional state for you. Oh, James, are you kidding me? My my husband makes me angry all the time. No, he doesn't. That guy who cut me off pissed me off. He made me upset. That movie made me sad, right? How many times do we say this? You can start to notice yourself saying this. He made me feel this way. She made me think that way. Blah, blah, blah. That is perfect, beautiful, wonderful examples of not mastering your vibration and not taking responsibility for your life and your emotional state, your emotional well-being, which now you know is your number one priority. If you know that the universe responds to the way you feel, why the would you let other people who do not have your best interest at heart, they're trying to figure out their lives. Why would you let them determine how you feel? But that's because that's what's happening. You're letting that happen. And I'll tell you what's actually determining your emotional state in a moment. Why would you let anybody else create your world? Why would you give up your power? And it's only because I have to imagine it's because You have forgotten, as did I, of how powerful of a creator you are. If you truly knew how powerful you are, you would never think a negative thought or a negative emotion again. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Number one, because you know that everything you put your emotional state on, the frequency you choose, the vibration you choose, would create what you want. And that if you felt negative, you would be creating something that is unwanted in your life. And so we need to elevate above our circumstances. We need to feel into what we want, not that which has already been created that we don't want. 
All right. So when your husband makes you mad or your sister or your brother or your the person who cuts you off. Okay. Here's what's actually happening. There is an action that happened. Like maybe they said something like, I don't know. Let's use a simplistic but ridiculous example. They say to you, you're stupid. And then you get all angry. Well, he made me angry. No. All that happened is someone said a blah, blah, blah out of their mouth, which they just happened to be two words, your and the word stupid. What happened next, which you didn't realize because it happens very subconsciously because you've been doing it your whole life. As have I. I'm all speaking from my own personal experience, by the way. I'm not some, oh, I have all the answers and you don't, okay? So <laughs> don't take it that way. All right. So what happened next is you interpreted it. You interpreted these words and you put meaning on them. You realize that if you went to the jungle and like met some tribe person that had never met an English speaking, you know, first world person or outside culture and you said, you're stupid they would not react the way that you did because there's no meaning to the words. You are adding the meaning, but you're not just adding the meaning of this person is saying you're stupid and this is the definition of stupid. You're actually adding a meaning of something else like, oh, he must not love me. He must not respect me. He doesn't treat me well. This isn't blah, blah, blah. blah. It's not going to last. We're always going to put, you know, you're adding all this other stuff and that is what you're emotionally reacting to. So when you get upset, when you get triggered, when you get an emotional state, I think Tony Robbins said, you want to turn frustration, you want to turn any, but he's a frustration into fascination. Any negative emotional state that you have just find yourself like, oh, I'm in this state now. Like you feel like you've reacted emotionally. You want to turn that into fascination, turn frustration into fascination, turn this, ne this negative emotional state into an inquiry into a discovery process of why am I feeling this way? And the answer in the general sense is, is you're reacting to an interpretation and it's an interpretation that isn't true, which is why it feels negative. You're reacting to an interpretation that is not true. It is not what your higher self is choosing to believe. So you're choosing to believe in some sort of there's wrong, there's bad, there's something wrong with me, lack, limitation, you know, and all the doubt, fear, and the worry, and the anger comes up. And you can always choose a new interpretation. I've shared this story in the past of years ago, and it's coming up now. So some of you guys have heard this, some of you guys haven't, but I got in an altercation while surfing, and this guy wanted to like beat me up, and he's a lot bigger than me, and actually was like, really good fighter. So I'm like, I'm not going to engage even in the slightest. And I remember going home that day and feeling very upset and very anger. And I couldn't, I couldn't drop it. This person had just like, in my world, I was so angry because I'm like, this person's just disrespected me. How dare they treat me this way and say these things. And then I started beating myself up because I'm like, why didn't I stick up for myself? What a coward. I didn't speak my mind. I didn't stand up for me. And I was just, I was just like shaming myself and angry and more shame and more anger, frustration, all this stuff, negative emotional state. I was actually reacting to the interpretation of the events that unfolded. And what I did, this is something you can do with anything in your life is I chose to rewind and replay that memory 
over and over and over again, just like those like detective movies where like the person's in their office at th- the detectives in the room at like three in the morning and they're in their office and they they're watching the security footage for the 50th time. And then all of a sudden they pause it and they see something that they didn't see. And it changes everything. And that's exactly what happened to me. I replayed this altercation in my mind over and over again until finally I noticed something that I hadn't noticed before. And what I noticed is that this person said something to me when they were yelling at me and trying to start a fight. Because I had cut them off or that was their experience is that I cut them off and I didn't agree with that. And so they said, it's like you, it's like you don't even give a shit about me. I didn't know this person. So I kind of just rewinded that again. Why would someone say that? What a weird thing to say. I don't give a shit about them. And then it dawned on me. If you remember what I said earlier, your brain doesn't align your beliefs to fit your life. It aligns your life to fit your beliefs. This individual already had a belief that people don't give a shit about him. And I was just more evidence to align with that belief. He was angry. He treated me that way. Because he already believed that no one gave a shit about him. And that's where I, I moved automatically to a place of so much more compassion and understanding. To realize that this had nothing to do with me. That this wasn't a bruise on my ego. This wasn't a disrespect. This wasn't me not sticking out for myself. This was somebody that was hurt. This was somebody that was living a life from the perspective To them, it wasn't a belief. It was like, this is the way the world is, is that no one cares about them. About a month or so later, this person actually ended up committing suicide. It's tragic. It's, you know, extremely sad. And, you know, as I learned more about this person's life, yeah, they had a really tough life. And look at me over there getting all upset. Oh my gosh, who talks to me that way? Why didn't I stick up for myself? Notice the moment I changed my perspective everything else changed. My pers- my emotional state changed about it. Uh, how I thought and how I felt, I, I, mo- I was able to move to a place of compassion for this individual, not a place of anger, not a place of fear, really, but a place of compassion. And that's the other thing to realize is that we all have our beliefs. You have your beliefs. I have mine. They're not all awesome. (laughs) They're not all, you know, like full of love, unconditional love and abundance. But so do other people. And that can be extremely profound as well. It's not just about changing your beliefs to master your vibration, but to understand that the rest of the world that you are bumping into has their stuff. They have their bag of rocks, as we like to say. They have their stories their perceived limitations, like I'm not enough, I'm stupid, no one loves me. And they're reacting to a filtered reality that gives them more evidence of that. So of course they're gonna cut you off. Of course they're gonna be short with you or get upset or say something that you don't wanna hear. And when you begin to realize that everyone else has got their stuff and they're dealing with their things, you don't have to let it affect how you think and feel. Now, again, what I'm sharing here is simple. And if it doesn't feel simple yet, you can re-listen to this and you can start to re-listen to other episodes, but I'm not saying it's easy. It's not necessarily easy because easy is boring, by the way. So are you just already getting into a negative state? Cause it's not easy. Or are you up for the challenge? It can be a challenge because if you take a freight train 
going at 100 miles an hour, you know, going from west to east, and I ask you to turn it around and go the opposite direction, it's got a lot of momentum behind it, a lot of mass, a lot of velocity. Can you even just like start to slow it down? And we can begin to slow it down by just getting deliberate, even during this 30 plus minutes that we've been chatting. Do you see yourself or find yourself getting into a higher vibration state, a better feeling? Are you kind of easing up a little bit? I'm just kind of getting present. Most of you probably have. Most of you are. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to make this challenging. The answer is you. But what we want to start to catch ourselves in is the doubt, the fear, and the worry. Especially as entrepreneurs, people tend to forget that when you said yes, that I'm going to be an entrepreneur, you also said yes to living a path that has no structure. It has no step-by-step fill-in-the-blanks instructions. It's like the wild, wild west. Every day you're creating, what do you do today? What do you focus on? And will it work? I don't know. So with that being said, you want the freedom. It also comes with this blank canvas. You know, no, no rules, no instruction manual, no structure. And because people all of a sudden feel like they don't have all of that, it becomes easy to have worry and doubt and fear come in. And ironically, it's those things that will be the biggest killer of your dreams. Choosing a state of doubt and worry is operating from fear. What do you think you're going to create in your life since you create your own reality and the universe responds to the way you feel? What are you creating this year when you operate from fear, when you project fear, when you project doubt, when you project worry? No one stood up in an Academy Awards speech. No one wrote an autobiography and said, listen, kids, just doubt. The more you doubt, the more you win. The more you worry, the more you'll get what you want. No one gets to the end of their year and say, I didn't hit my goals. I wish I would have doubted more. I wish I would have worried more. No, all the speeches and all the people getting the accolades and all the people writing the autobiographies, they all just say simple things like, you got to believe in yourself and just do it. And we all sit here rolling our eyes and, okay, okay, but but what's the secret? Or or, tell me what you did. And we're just back feeling low vibration, worry, doubt, fear. They're giving you the answer. And the answer is right in front of you. Believe in yourself. I know it's a cheesy, cliche Instagram quote. But the reason you believe in yourself is because if you don't, you're not mastering your vibration. The universe responds to the way you feel. And when you feel doubt, disbelief, fear, or worry, that is the future that you are creating. So you have a choice. I mean, like now that you've listened to the end of this, you're kind of screwed. I say that lovingly and jokingly, but at the same time, it's true. You're screwed because now you know, and I'm sitting here having learned this and deepening this practice for years. And I still have my work to do. I get that. But it doesn't mean you have to master it before you start getting results. You could start today. In fact, you're already 
a vibratory creature that's creating your own reality. It's just, have you been doing it consciously or have you been doing it asleep? But you're screwed because now you know. And now there's just no excuse. So you can choose to do this consciously. You can choose to master your vibration. You can choose to make how you think, what you focus on, and how you feel your number one priority, knowing full well that that's what creates your future and that's what creates your reality because the universe responds to the way you feel, not to what is. Or you can choose to go back asleep. You can choose to continue being a bag in the wind that just goes wherever the wind blows you. In other words, choose to feel however the world outside is. Oh, I got rear-ended. I'm going to be angry all day. I'm going to let that ruin my day. Or, oh, I looked at my bank account. I'm going to be angry. Or, oh, I got a refund. I'm going to be scared. You can go sleep, fall back asleep, and let the outside world determine how you think and how you feel. Or you can choose to be intentional and conscious every moment of how you think and how you feel. You can choose to master your vibration. I hope you choose the latter. Thank you so much for listening. Please let me know your feedback on the Instagram. Send me a DM, screenshot that you're listening. Let me know your biggest takeaway. And I can't wait to bring more episodes like this to you in 2019 and beyond. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.